Welcome to today's Mishnah Yomi. Today, Mirz Hashem, we are going to cover Nesachas Tainis, Perak Beis, Mishnayis Vav through Zion. The second chapter of Tainis, Mishnayis 6 and 7. So, a word of introduction to Mishnah Vav, to Mishnah 6, which is we know that the Kohanim did not all serve in the Beis HaMikdash at once. Rather, the Kohanim were split up into what we call 24 Mishmoros, 24 watches, 24 groups. Each group went ahead, now each group is comprised of multiple families. Each group served in the base Hamikdash for one week at a time. Over the course of that week, each group was made up of Bate Avos. Bate, a base Av is a family. So you have a Mishmar, which is like a cohort, and the cohort is made up of multiple Bate Avos, multiple families. And each base Av, each family would get to serve a different day in the week of their Mishmar. And on Shabbos, everyone would serve together. So again, you have 24 Mishmoros, 24 cohorts, 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 each cohort made up of multiple Bate Avos family. Each cohort gets a week and each base of each family gets one day of that week. Shabbos, Everyone serves together. So interestingly enough, Mishnah above is going to talk about the obligation that the Kohanim who are serving in the Beis HaMikdash have vis-a-vis these communal fast days. The Mishnah says as follows, Shalosh Ta'anilos HaRishonos. And for the first three fasts, remember again, it doesn't really mean the first three, because remember, as the Mishnah we saw earlier said, the first three fasts was actually only observed by the Tamid Chachamim. But what it means is the first three fasts, which were communal fasts, Anshay Mishmar, which means the Kohanim, whose week it was to serve in the base Hamikdash, Misanin. Ultimately, again, they fast, but they do not need to fast until evening time. So what it seems to indicate is as follows, that for the Kohanim whose shift it was, for the Mishmar, whose shift it was that week, they observed the first three fast days, but they only fast a partial day. Now, what's interesting about this is as follows. I understand, of course... Actually, let's read the next phrase and then we'll understand. Veloma Shlim means they don't fast the entire day. However, the Kohanim who are on call that day, so just to clarify this, let's assume for a moment we're talking about a Monday, just to keep things easier, because remember again, the fast days are Monday, Thursday, Monday fast days, Bahab. So to explain, so you have, we'll call it Mishmar Aleph, the first Mishmar. Mishmar Aleph is comprised, we'll call it, of multiple families, multiple Bate Avos. So let's call it that the base of the family of Aaron. Just for illustrative purposes, the family of Aaron is, it's their day. Monday is their day. So let's work backwards. The mission explains that on the fast day of Monday, the Aaron family does not go ahead and fast at all all. And the logic behind that is that since they're serving in the Beis HaMikdash, we want them to have their complete strength for all of the Avodah, and therefore again, they do not fast at all. Now, in addition to that, the Mishnah teaches us that what about the other families who aren't serving on Monday? So let's say, for example, you have a Pinchas family, Pinchas family of Kohanim. So let's say their day is not until Tuesday, but nevertheless, the Mishnah says, so they'll fast part of the fast on Monday, but they won't complete the fast in its entirety. Why not? Because interestingly enough, let's say the sacrificial service of Monday was too much for the Aaron family to handle on their own. 
What would happen is the Pinchas family, or any other family for that matter, would pitch in to help them with the additional sacrificial work. So because technically speaking, every family is on call every single day, so the Mishnah says we don't want any of the Kohanic families fasting the entire day. So for the family that's actually on call that Monday, they won't fast at all. But for the other Kohanic families who are in the day Samikdash that week, even though Monday is not their on-call day, they'll begin the fast, they'll, part, they'll fast for part of a day, but they will not fast the entire day. That's the halacha for the first three fast days. I shalosh nios. What about the second set of three fast days? Here the Mishnah says, Anshe mishmar misanin umashlimin. So in this case, the non-on-call Kohanic families will fast the entire day, reflecting the additional intensity of this second set of fast days. But the Kohanim who are on call that day, they'll fast a partial day, but will not complete the fast until evening. Sheva Achronos. What about when we get to the last seven fast days, which again, are the greatest level of intensity? So Rabbi Yeshua holds when you get to the last seven fast days, Everybody fasts the entire time, both the on-call family as well as the other Mishmar families. So this is the construct of Rabbi Yoshua. So again, in Rabbi Yoshua's model, Rabbi Yoshua's model, for the first three fast days, the on-call Kohanic family doesn't fast at all. The rest of the Kohanic families who are on call that week fast part of the day. For the second three fast days, the on-call family begins the fast, but doesn't end it, only fast the partial day. The rest of the Kohanic families on call, the Anshi Mishmar, fast the entire day. And when you get to the last seven, everyone is fasting the entire fast day. Now the Chachamim disagree. And the Chachamim say, Shalosh ta'anios harishonos elu ve'elu lo hayu mis'anin klau. So the Chachamim say no. When it comes to the first three fast days, none of the Kohanim who are part of the Mishmar of that week fast at all. The first three, no on-call Kohanim are fasting at all. Shalosh Niyos, what about the second set of three fast days? Anshe Mishmar Misanin Velomashlin. In that case, again, the on-call families will begin the fast but won't complete it. The Anshe Beis Ablo Hayu Misanin Klau. But the on-call family wouldn't fast at all. So you see what's happening. They come of a different construct. Sheva Achronos, the last seven fast days, Anshe Mishmar Misanin Umashlimin. The on-call Kohanim will begin and complete the fast. But the actual on-call Kohanim, right? The Kohanim whose day it is that day, they will begin the fast, but they will not go ahead and complete it. So again, in the Chachamim's construct, for the first three fast days, the Kohanim who are serving that day, as well as the rest of the shift, no one, or the rest of the Mishmar, no one fasts. The second set of three fast days, the Kohanim who are actually serving that day do not fast at all. The rest of the on-call Kohanim, they go ahead and begin the fast, but do not complete it. And for the seven final fast days, the Kohanim who are actively working that day, they will not fast at all. But the on-call Kohanim will begin the fast, and but will not complete it. So this is the Machlokes Rabbi Yisrael the Rambam Paskins, like the Chachamim, namely that we adopt this second model of the fast days for the Kohanim. Now, interestingly enough, once we begin the conversation regarding the Kohanim, the Mishnah segues into another discussion as well. Mishnah Zayin. Anshe Mishmar Mutarim Lishtos Yayin Balelos Aval Lo Biyamim. It's an interesting halacha. So the Anshe Mishmar, remember again, so the Mishmar, represents the cohort. 
So the members of the Kohanic cohort are permitted to drink wine at night, but not by day. So remember again, a Kohen is not permitted to do the Avodah, is not permitted to perform any aspect of temple service while under the influence. And, by, and while under the influence just means having consumed a revius of wine. Now, a revius is not a lot. Three and a half ounces is a revius. So what the Mishnah says is like this. The Anshe Mishmar, who are the Kohanim, whose week it is in the base of they could drink wine at night, but not by day. So the reason not by day is because remember, again, every Kohen, technically speaking, is on call because let's say if the family whose day it is, there's just too much sacrificial service, everyone pitches in. So if you are if you are part of the Mishmar of that week, you cannot drink wine during the day, but you could drink wine at night. But the Kohanim whose day it is, who are on call for that day, their day, they can't drink wine by day, obviously because they're doing the Avodah, nor can they drink wine at night. Now, what are we concerned about by night? Because maybe they'll have some leftover sacrificial service to perform at night. I, you'll say, we don't do sacrificial service at night. That is true with one exception, which is, if there are leftover, if there's leftover fats and limbs from any of the carbonos that were offered up that day, you could burn them on the Mizbeach that night. Similarly, again, the Anshe Mishmar refers to the Kohanim whose week it is in the Mikdash, right? That's the cohort of Kohanim who are in the Mikdash that week. Now, the Anshe Mahamud is something very interesting. The same way that we made cohorts of Kohanim who served in the base HaMikdash one week at a time, there were also cohorts of Yisraelim who were present in the Mikdash for one week stints as well. Now, the reason for that was as follows. Because every single day we offer up a Tamil Shachar, Tamil a morning communal sacrifice and an afternoon communal sacrifice. And these Kabanos are offered up on behalf of the collective. Well, in order for them to be offered up on the behalf of the collective of Klal Yisrael, there has to be Klal Yisrael representation. So every week in the Mikdash, there was a group of Yisraelim, a cohort of Yisraelim who were there representing Representing the collective nation. So the Mishnah says, both the Mishmar, the Kohanic cohort, as well as the Yisrael cohort, whose week it was in the Mikdash, listen to this, They are not permitted to go ahead and take a haircut, right? Or to launder their clothing that week that they are on call. Now, why not? And this is actually quite amazing. The Gemara explains because we want to make sure that they properly groom and clean their clothing before their shift starts. You see, the concern is that if we allow them to do it during that week, the Quran will say, okay, I have plenty of time. I'm going to be in the Mikdash anyway. I'm not working every single day in the Mikdash. I had planned to get a haircut. I'll just get it later on this week. Or I'll, I'll get a haircut a little bit later on. This Same thing with the Yisraelim. In order to ensure that that does not occur, the rabbis said, you cannot cut your hair and you cannot launder your clothing the week that you are on call, the week that your cohort is on call in the base Hamikdash. This would incentivize everyone to take care of these things before their cohort week began. However, Bechamishi, but on Thursday, right, that Thursday of their week, Mutarin. They are permitted to launder, they are permitted to go in and cut their hair, Mitne Kavod HaShabbos. Because remember, even if a person took care of their laundry or took care of their personal grooming, prior to the start of their week, Lekavit Shabbos. Out of honor for Shabbos, we want to be properly groomed, properly laundered, and therefore, Halacha Lamaisa, these cohorts, the Kohanic cohort, the Israel cohort, are permitted to go ahead and cut their hair 
and launder their clothing on on Thursday afternoon for Kavod Shabbos, out of Kavod, out of honor and deference to the Shabbos. We will stop over here. In Merit Hashem, we will continue tomorrow in Mishnayis Ches and Tes. I know it's a little bit of a longer share today. Thank you for your patience. And in Merit Hashem, looking forward to continuing tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.